Hello, and welcome to The Process, a podcast about creative people and their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hugerworth. Hello, I'm John Lee. And I'm We're tired. We're back. Well, always, that's how all of these start. Oh, man. It's so weird. Like, th- these intros are no longer relevant to the guests at all. No, I don't remember. Not. I don't even remember who Jillian is, and she's a good friend of mine, and I see her all the time. I don't know. It who was is a good, she? It, was a, it was a good episode. <laughs> I think it was It was, was a good. long time ago, like four months ago. Yeah, she said something. Maybe longer. I was thinking, uh, what Wait, are we- Wait, it was like longer than that. It was like four summer. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. I think- what No, it? it was not. All right. I remember I had to come up for it. Okay, I yeah. don't know anything. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> We're I already was, back. I was from thinking, my, well, uh, what were you gonna say? if uh, for like process fans, what, what do we call them? Like, like you made it weird fans Fuck are like, are like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like process processors. That's dumb. Ugh. There's no good. There's no good one. Fucking dummies. They don't have to. It doesn't have to be <laughs> negative. I, I think hate our be fans. Re- All right, fine. <laughs> That's why we have a terrible release schedule. Is yeah. this when's this coming out? I don't know. Right. Well, we haven't even at the time of recording. We haven't even released Scott's episode. I've been trying to get Scott's episode out. Scott, we're sorry Uh, again. And it's so inconvenient because now we're back and we need to like we want to be timely with the episodes we just recorded, and we can't be. I know. Or I guess actually have projects and stakes. Yeah, we're gonna get like there's a there's a Kickstarter launching in what two days? Is it really? There's the Kickstarter is launching in two days, and she said she would put us on top of the Kickstarter. And now we're never. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Well, we're Let's gonna just try. Cancel this. Our, yeah. This is our first time recording since the trip. I'm so and tired. We have not recovered from the trip. Kevin got a flat tire. Well, we don't, don't give him all the spoilers. We're gonna do an, <laughs> a whole episode about it. Wait, are we? Yeah, we is get a, Jane gonna be in it. The season four reflections. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. Kevin got a flat tire on the way back. It, it cost very, him 120 dollars. Oh man, it was that was bad. Bad timing. Yeah. Yeah, is there good timing for a fight? I'm gonna blame our fans, the fuckheads, (laughs) the fucking dummies. I don't know. You have to say it like a no. Uh, I think think uh, dummies. uh, uh, Send us an email. Uh, the process with John and Kevin at gmail.com. That's our yeah. email. Tell us what you want to be called. Or if you uh, donate to the Patreon. Ooh. Um, okay. Whoever donates first gets to determine, gets to determine what, what we call our fans. Yeah. Well, it ha- there needs to be like a certain amount, right? And you can't just donate no. a dollar. If they give a dollar, I will. Oh, no. wait, do we have any? I'm going to check right now. No, we don't. <laughs> Please don't check. I'm going to check. It's a big old zero. I mean, we haven't put out it, like anything in so long. We put out one bonus episode. That's that- right. Oh, that's about to hit 100 by the way which is like surprising that people still care about this show no we're super good <laughs> yeah even though we call our fans <laughs> dummies and you want to guess how many patrons we have zero yeah yeah i told you maybe we should i was thinking that we should donate ourselves you know like when you play music in the streets and you throw a couple dollars it's so embarrassing right? yeah yeah no one i mean that's, just that's cut a this good, part out it's a good marketing strategy but i'm not gonna do it why you have too much pride <laughs> yeah okay i'll do it i'll donate five dollars I, I watched yeah. this one season of the biggest loser like 10 yeah. years ago or like 15 how, how i'm old a full like, season? probably 15 years ago oh my god you watched uh, a full season yeah i watched my parents used to love that show so oh, we, really? there's this one season where like there's like these three guys and this one kid they were on a team and they were like all right, we're going to get tattoos because this is the most important thing of our lives. And, like, none of them had tattoos. I don't even think they had tattoos. It was, like, all their first tattoo or something. And they were like, let's get a tattoo. And we're, it's all going to be matching, and it's going to say pride. <laughs> they, they wanted a tattoo that said pride. And then this kid was like, oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm not going to do that. And, like, 
And so he got a cool, like, he got this angel playing a guitar <laughs> on his arm. And he was like, "This, I like this tattoo. And everyone else got pride on their body. That's and they, so dumb. they probably now hate themselves or they're dead. No, I think they th- I think they like it. They have too much pride. Would you rather have pride or an angel playing a guitar? <sighs> they're both bad. Yeah. But probably, oh, God, they're both I bad. Probably an angel playing guitar. Actually, can I, pick, can I pick any language for pride? Uh, no. Oh. English. Oh. Oh, dang it. That makes Any language you can speak. Hmm. How many that's my rule about foreign language tattoos. Yeah, that's a good rule. But what if it's like, like you're okay, like you've, I've taken Spanish too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. Doesn't count. It All has right. to be important to you. I <laughs> okay. mean, like get tattoo whatever you want, but uh, if I want something to be meaningful, and like if I tattoo another language just because I think it's cool, yeah. it's dumb. Like put some fucking time into it. That's true. Yeah, I'll take the angel playing guitar. All right. In yeah. what language? <laughs> um, uh, in Spanish. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into. Uh, let's get into this. this yeah, we're at like that's five fine. minutes. Okay. That's okay. That's, that's fine. Uh, they all skip right. Over this Who do we anyway. have today, John? Uh, we have. We've already revealed it. We didn't. We already. Jillian, Jillian Myers. Myers. Let's say it uh, at the same time from now on, because I like that connection. Jillian Myers. Jill- oh, missed it. We did it once already. Well, so I'm gonna delete this once episode. Is enough. Uh, she's an improviser at the Upfront Theater. Uh, she does a bunch of She stuff. did like a We yeah. talked to her a lot About her sketch show That she did Did we? Which was so long ago Now She just She writes sketches Jillian, She's very funny sorry. She's just like a very I just She's really great I like her a lot Let's get into it Alright And we join them In a conversation Already in progress Is it bad about me That I like 69 and 420 jokes I think they're all really funny really? Every time Like give me like, Throw every, me one Like I mean I, On my save file For Ape Escape 2 um, I was at four hours and 20 minutes and I was at 69%. Oh, I was actually at four hours and 11 minutes. And so I waited nine minutes until it was at four hours and 20 minutes <laughs> and said 69%. And I thought it was really funny. I made it my Facebook banner and like three, only like three people liked it. Oh yeah. I didn't even catch that the numbers were like supposed to be. Oh, that was the most important funny part. numbers. I see. Yeah. I was just listening to an interview with Nick Swartzen and he said that his dad died at 69 and he had to tell people 68 because he couldn't help but be like, 69! Oh <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. So Kevin tells me that you do a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. I think improv's like your MO, but is it like, is it? Is that what you consider it? Yeah, like right main, now. Main yeah, creative for art sure. form. Mm-hmm. And then there's other stuff. I don't know what the other stuff is. Um, Lately it's been sketch comedy it's a lot of video i'm uh i've done a ton of video it's one of my favorite mediums so are you in front of the camera or mm-hmm. behind the camera both. both okay if you had to pick one for the rest of your do you prefer like kind of being like behind the scenes editing or do you prefer like the acting part of it more? Mm, i like both i do like being behind the scenes uh-huh. um i directing is something that i enjoy Operating the camera is something that I don't really like to do uh, because it's hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just like too much to like, like to get it right or I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like when I have to be filming, I'm also directing the thing and I'm in it. So it's like wearing a bunch of hats at once, which for me is not the best thing for me. Uh-huh. Um and I just have all these like afterthoughts, like I'll be watching the video and it's like the shots are just a little off. They're not what I want them to be mm-hmm. exactly, but I can never see it in the moment. I'm always oh, like, totally. yeah, okay, I got this. Right. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I wonder, like for me, it's like 
there's certain things I'd rather like delegate to people who I know know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, cause I like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. And I know like I'll notice the errors I make with a camera, but like I can fix editing errors. I don't know. Camera errors are like, I'd rather somebody else figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't I mean, know if that's like the same for you. Yeah, so is totally. there like a YouTube channel that you have or like what's like the, the main like... Uh, are there like short films or like I have no idea like yeah I have a YouTube channel that is just my name I believe uh, I don't I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's just my name <laughs> um, and most of the things on there are things that I made for this event that used to happen in Bellingham but doesn't anymore it's called Trailer Wars uh-huh. um, so that event was uh, people would make fake movie trailers based on a theme um, so the theme was given and then, uh, you had about two months to make a three minute trailer. Um, and I think mostly that's what Was I that had. like your idea? Did you come up with that? No, or, okay. I did not. Okay, cool. It was a group of friends that I like infiltrated at some I point. See. <laughs> I'm your two guys. Yeah. So why, why doesn't that be a part of put this? Me in you, your said, thing. <laughs> you said that doesn't happen anymore. Why, like, why doesn't trailer wars happen? Well, the guys who started it, it was four friends and, um, they started it seven years ago, I believe. And they were just finished. They were just done. They just decided that they didn't want to do it anymore. Gotcha. And, um, it gained like an okay following. It happened at the Pickford every other month. Um, sometimes there would be a big turnout, sometimes not at all. Like sometimes there would be like up to 12 trailers submitted and sometimes there was only like three. <laughs> so um, yeah, they just got tired of promoting it and trying right, to get people yeah. involved. And I'm feeling that way about this show. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kevin, put it, put, come how back. Many, how many times do I have to get this joke? I know. It's well, it's hard to open that door. So. <laughs> I'm still here. You're still there. He was just walking in place. That was a podcasting <laughs> trick. Uh, so what I'm made sorry. you originally get into video editing, like as something that you're just interested in? Um, The first video I ever made was in the eighth grade. Nice. And it was on a VHS camera (laughs) that my dad rented. He works at a university, so he was able to rent it um, from there. And I made a skateboarding video. (laughs) Wait, did you skateboard? (laughs) Did it have a fisheye? Fisheye lens? No, there was no fisheye. And I didn't skateboard, but I, like, idolized that sport i don't know whatever i Activity? still kind of do yeah it's cool. i think it's pretty cool <laughs> i agree but i was always bad at it but. yeah me too so you just got like your skateboarding friends and you're just like my dad got me this camera yeah <laughs> how long was the video it was probably five minutes or so okay um i went downtown in my hometown in north carolina there was a little like makeshift skate park so i actually filmed people that i didn't know Oh, really? And yeah. they were okay with that? Or were like, mm-hmm. you were in a bush? Like, they're, no, they're, <laughs> okay. they're okay with it. Okay. I think I even had like a, a tripod and stuff because those cameras are so heavy. Yeah. Wait. So I was like set up <laughs> this like little girl That's in this awesome. skate park <laughs> filming you, these dudes. Did you have to edit it like on like the, the actual like film or whatever? Almost. I almost had to. So uh, I, when I was done, I the university at the time so when i was in the eighth grade it was like 1998 1999 
I was like six. Yeah. Or seven. <laughs> <laughs> so they, the editing software they had for the students was the old stuff with the two knobs on either side, and mm-hmm. you had to like move oh, the film around cool. this okay. way. Um, so you had to like pre-watch the film and like mark your in and out times. Oh wow, that's awesome! To make it easy for yeah. yourself, yeah. So um, I started doing it that way, and then uh, my dad worked at the university, so he asked one of his coworkers if they could just help me, and they had their own private digital editing software on their private computer. <laughs> so spoiled i know so i had already written down all the in and out times and i just sat with him while he like went through it Mm -hmm. on the computer cool i've personally only like edited videos for like whatever like school projects and this and that but like one thing that really bugs me about video editing is that you can literally you can never be done like you can just like Mm -hmm. sit at the computer and tweak it forever and Mm -hmm. be like oh a little of this like how do you how do you fight that that just like like abandon the project and be like Mm -hmm. i know i can edit this more but it needs to come out tomorrow or whatever. Right. I, f- I feel like I do find it a place where I think that it's finished. Okay. Um, sometimes it takes a long time. For me, I tend to, like, be a slow, s- slow <laughs> at, at things like that. Um, I do a lot of thinking. So it's like I start a project and I, there's always, like, some sort of gray area that I'm not too sure how I'm going to get from point mm-hmm. A to point B. Um and it's this sort of thing where you just like think about it all the time for like in a compacted amount of time okay so like if i was on a deadline like i have to get this done in two days Uh i'll try to work at it but i it can't be forced too much but i'm like constantly thinking and then there's just this moment where it sort of all just like falls into place in my head uh, and right. then I just like can you just get in the zone. It. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like, and then like when it comes to like writing, like sketch for the stage and then sketch on film. Do you do you like have that like adjustment in your brain as well? Because I feel like there's like two separate kind of like. Do you have a preference? I guess is my question. To rather, would you rather write for the stage or write for film? Write for film. I've yeah. only done a little writing for the stage. Uh-huh. Um, so when I think about stuff like that, I think about it in terms of filming it. It is. I mean, like, and then you. I guess you can then adapt it pretty easily to the stage because you can just sort of like simplify things. Yeah, I mean, like joke wise, like there's so much more room to play in film because you can like mm-hmm. right. cut to another well, location, like right. Well, yeah. And I, I'm excited. I'm so excited to talk about editing. Um, I found like when I'm doing a lot of editing, like I'll write or like like I'll have all the raw footage, like it'll it'll be like done, mm-hmm. but like so much of the joke telling and so much of like like what's punchy about it i guess comes like afterwards like in the editing i don't know have you have you found like like how much changes i guess while you're editing it like from the original vision that you had when you shot it um i guess i'd say quite a bit yeah um because i mean due to like the timing and there are certain things you can do in editing that uh that are funny like repetition of Mm -hmm. things or i don't know yeah, I'd say it would ch- it changes quite a bit. Although it it depends on like the type of project that I'm doing. Yeah. Like if it's a very narrative thing where I know all the points that I want to hit, then it basically stays the same. Yeah. Um like a lot of pressure like lies on the especially for comedy lies on the editor cuz like you're responsible for like making all the punchlines mm-hmm. hit. So if you like cut away too early or leave it a little too long, you can basically mm. ruin a perfectly good joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny like the past I've done a 
collaborative things with people this past year. Normally I like have all the control when I'm editing. So sharing that with someone is like pretty interesting because there mm-hmm. are certain things where you're like, no, 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 this is never going <laughs> to work. Totally. Like I do not want to do it this way. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I, I like stand up is my main thing. And then like also, I do also improv and those things are great because stand up, it's just me. So I'm in completely in control and improv. It's like a little better because like nobody's in control. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so like nobody has any power. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. But then like sketch is so different because I have a really hard time collaborating and like veering off of my own path. And I don't know, I have a, I have a hard time telling. And I also have a hard time telling people that like this joke doesn't work and just to their face, like mm-hmm. this isn't funny. Totally. No, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you find it's like, is, is do you find it easy to collaborate in the writing process? Like, yeah, I do. I, I, um, so when I was in high school, I went to the, a boarding high school. Okay. Um, for the last two years of my high school. And it was an arts school, and I went there for visual art. Um, and it was really intense. It was like a college, it was like a college, but we were younger. Um, but we had these really, really intense critiques. And going through that at such a young age, I was like terrified and I hated it so much because we're like doing these paintings or drawings or whatever. And like you're coming out of this environment where everyone's like, oh, you're so good at what you do, you know. And then you put it up on the wall for your teacher to see. And he's just like, that's shit. It sucks. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, like in front of everybody? He's like, this is bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, I mean, we talk about it and he tells you why. It's not Uh just like, he's not just being mean. But um, uh, but anyway, going through that like really intense critique process kind of like um, made me less sensitive in terms right. of that like there i am able to separate myself from any uh, art that i do right um got tough skin yeah in yeah. in a way yeah. yeah uh so so are you the one to make like the, the tough decisions like when it comes to a project when people are like let's leave all this stuff in because we like this joke are you kind of are you generally the one that's like this has to be four minutes and 30 seconds and uh-huh. we're cutting your we're cutting your favorite yes. joke from the bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I admire that because I'm just like, let's leave it all in. Yeah, me I'm, too. Yeah. I mean, there's something too, like, that's definitely something I learned at that school. It was like, we would work on abstract painting and um, you're doing, you put up an abstract painting. It's abstract. Right. A yeah. teacher like points to this certain moment and he's mm. like, why did you do this? And you're like, uh... I don't know, dude. I right. was like in the moment. <laughs> it's abstract. Uh, can't. Yeah. Um, but the way they like break it down, it's like there's this one piece of this painting that I really, really liked, but it doesn't work with the whole thing. Uh-huh. So you just have to sort of like be able to see it and be like, I love this, but I can't have it here. Right. You it's know. even like tougher with comedy because with like if it's like a dramatic piece, you can there's like oh this is like open to interpretation, but comedy is like just this hard and fast. Like mm-hmm. it's either it's like black and white. It's like either it's good or it's bad. Right. <laughs> uh, and it's like it can be like devastating, especially on stage. Like you had a live sketch show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of the show? Surely adults. Uh, is this like a running thing that you're doing, or is no? It, yeah? I I would love for it to be, but the girl uh, that I did it with, she moved away. Who is it? Brooke Friswald. And what kind of, like, what sparked that show? 
We have done several things together in the past, uh-huh. uh, plays and video, um, and uh, we just like gel. And backstage, it was like we just have this like stupid banter. We just make weird noises and like be goofy, <laughs> um, which happens yeah. backstage. Uh, but with her, it was she's just somebody that I completely gelled with, and we have a very similar sense of humor. So we wanted to do a show. Um, we've been wanting to do a show for a while and then she's moving away. So it was like, this is our last chance. Right. So we have to do it. What was the show? Like, uh, the theme of the show? I mean, it like, was how really is good. It? Like, I'll, uh, I'll put it. Yeah. In. I went. You, you John, were in you, it. Were you there, John? You were in it. You can't say. John, you, were you there? I wasn't there, but you can't say you <laughs> went because you were in it. John, you could have gone. <laughs> I, you were there. Yeah. I wasn't there. That's why I'm asking. I, went. I knew. We I, were I was a good friend. Was. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was really, good, really funny. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> was what, like like what was the format? I don't even know what the format was. Uh, I mean, you could talk about it. Was just, it. Like one sketch was, after another. Or? The structure of the show was live and video sketches. Okay. Um, it was called Shirley Adults, so we were touching on loosely touching on um, things that you might encounter as an adult. Okay. So like getting a job, um, working out, relationships, roommates. Right. Yeah. The, wor- the working out sketch was really, really. <laughs> I was, I was. That. Anyways, like what, what you can find like... these on. There's gonna be links in the description below to all the video yes. stuff because that's all online, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, at least watch. I mean, watch them all. I, I really. My favorite was the workout. The workout sketch. sketch. I thought that was, was so. Really it was just like it was just such a good concept, and it was, was continuously <laughs> funny the entire. I like. I just loved it. Anyways. Um, I mean, like generally, <laughs> what's what's like the style of humor? Is it do you work kind of blue, or is I don't know maybe what... kind of physical or. Oh, out of the or- physical, abstract. <laughs> I would say irreverent, goofy, okay, um, ridiculous, yeah, out there, know, out, absurd, a little absurd, a little absurd, okay, yeah. yeah. In your yeah. in your opinion, how long should it, is like a good sketch for all the all the sketch writers out there who think three minutes, three minutes? That's such a good answer. <laughs> So, I, couldn't be, can't, I, mean, I get so bored watching sketch sometimes. I know. It's like, 12, like uh, a nine-minute nine thing. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's just that's so long. That's a web series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially now, like, with the internet, and we have so much content. Like, you can't expect people to sit there and watch right. whatever you're doing. Yeah, the demand for new content is, like, insane now. Especially if, like, especially if the humor is, like, sort of absurd and ridiculous. It's like it's like a punk rock song, you know. It's like you want it to be like short and fast, and right. like two and a half minutes, and then then you want to be done oh, with see, it. Yeah. My, my problem is I've gotten into this habit with a lot of my video sketch stuff, where like the joke is that it's too long. It's too, it's long. too like, long. Well, the joke <laughs> is that like I'm fucking with like one certain type of person. Like it's. I wouldn't even call it parody. I don't know. I've just gotten to this joke of like, people are going to hate this and that's why it's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I get into places like yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. Um, it can be tough when like the conception of a joke, it's like you and your friend at a bar and it starts there and like, mm-hmm. this is funny. Mm-hmm. And the next day you're writing like still funny. And then you test it on stage and you're like, this isn't funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so like heartbreaking. Can I actually yeah, run? Yeah. Can I run? Like, I'm sorry to keep like Like, Can I run a video sketch by you yeah. that oh, happened please. in such a way please. with my friend Ruben, yeah. who's going to be in town at the end of this month. I want to get all on right, a show. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have this sketch idea. And the entire sketch idea is there's a guy, his name is Pepe Goblin. Okay. And everybody mispronounces it and calls him Pee Pee Goblin. 
This and is so, sort of like something that I have okay. thought of. Keep going. You, you told me so, about this. I can't so. remember all the specifics. It's written down somewhere. But like, there's just a series of people like mispronouncing his name and calling him uh, Pee Pee Goblin. He's like, no, it's Happy Goblin. And then the final beat is somebody comes up and, he, and he's like, are you Pee Pee Goblin? He's like, no. I, oh, I just oh, called yeah, yeah. like, Wow. He says, no, I'm Pepe Goblin. And he's like, you've been served. And he hands him <laughs> like the papers. And <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, I think yeah. it'll work. Yeah, I, I, I think that will work. I, All right, good. Because yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. And it's just like so is, stupid. The ending is nice, too. Sometimes it's really hard to find an ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's why sketches are bad sketches are so long sometimes. Because they're just like. Let's create a story arc. And it's like, well, there doesn't need and to you, be. And you see that on, like, SNL all right. the time. It just, like, pans oh, yeah. out. And or it's, just, like, like it some random away. thing happens, and mm-hmm. you're like, uh, Oh, they needed yeah. an like, ending beat. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Then, I think we've talked about it before, yeah, but, like, yeah. Monty Python, it's, uh, who is it at the end? There's always a, a, a police officer comes in at the right. end, and like, you're under arrest. Right. <laughs> and that's just such an easy way. To, or, like, uh, there is the celebrity cameo can also. Of course, we don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. But, like, how? I mean, like, generally, what's, like, your... Do you have, like, a hard and fast rule, like, on how to end a sketch? Or is it... Is it that's... There's yeah. a lot of sketches that are just in limbo because, like, this is a good concept, but I don't know how to end this. So it's just kind of sitting forever on your desktop or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I definitely, like, fall into that for sure. Is there any, do you have hard. any like cop outs? I mean, I feel like there's there's sometimes. It's well, just like, what was the general process? Like, I'm just just preparing for Shirley Adults. Like, how what was the sketch writing process for that? Like, right. Um. So we we basically decided that we were gonna have this themed show, and then we we picked the uh, categories, and from there we um we each had certain things that we had been developing, sort of, or thinking about, or whatever. Mm. Um. So we brought those to the table and sort of fit those into where they could go. Um, and from there, we just started brainstorming and um, and came up with the, re- the rest of the things that we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to actually write them, we split it up. So, oh, okay. oh really? Okay. Yeah. So we each wrote half, basically. And then we brought them back and edited them together and um, changes from there and yeah, that's basically how I did it. That, so it was nice to have a sounding board in that way. Right. Um, but if I do something like this again with just one other person or a small group, I would definitely have a director or somebody else. Because once we started rehearsing, mm-hmm. we're on stage, we're both on stage and we're going through it and it doesn't feel right. And um, But we didn't, didn't know it's like... Holy, yeah. We're like, is this funny even? Right. Like, what's yeah? How what can we do? What should we change? Like, it's hard to see that in that moment when uh, you're on stage and you're like, it's funny on paper, but how can we make it funny? Yeah. Like, how much do you trust like the laughter of the crew or the cast? You know, like, right. it's or, super or just misleading. Like, just you right. two, like, right. just doing it right. Like, because yeah. you didn't yeah. have any like pair of eyes. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I've I've definitely learned that like. In high school, I've talked about it on the show a little bit. I used to do weekly video announcements for my church. That was where I, I did a lot of my sketch writing, actually. Oh, came cool. from that because I used to do, like, <laughs> stupid joke videos in the middle of it. Um, but it was the kind of thing, like, it, it was also, like, it doesn't sound like you had this problem, but we just butt heads. Like, we were all, like, you know, egomaniacs with, like, our comedy uh, at the time, especially. And so, like, 
and I'm still this way kind of when I collaborate. Like I still, if I get like a really, if I feel very strongly about something, I have a really hard time of letting it go mm-hmm. or like thinking I'm wrong. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's good that John gives full creative uh, yes, uh, power to me. I do. Um, but we, we realized we had to set a director just to like make tough calls or mm-hmm. like be the final state or be like, hey, I'm seeing this from an outside perspective. This is what's better. Like this is what's going to work better. I don't know. It's like, it is very, very important. Yeah, it's super helpful for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I myself am a pretty good self editor, Mm -hmm. maybe almost to a a flaw where I'm like, nothing I'm doing is funny or good. (laughs) I should just throw it all away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, doing that show, it definitely like made me see that the the importance of having like a third person or those outside eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably talk about improv. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so okay. you you were on you were on satellite with me actually. Like yeah, yeah. we we uh, auditioned. Were you, the in, up were you in my? Audi- I don't think you were theater. in my audition. I don't know. Yeah, I think you were in the other group. But uh, we were on satellite at the same time. Where did you? And... How, when did you start doing improv? Improv. Um, I started taking classes there, and I had never done improv before. I started taking classes there at the up at the upfront theater. That at was the like upfront the theater. Okay. Yeah. Um. In. 2014? Oh, they're going to say 2004. Yeah, was like, I was like, what? 2004. It's <laughs> a, a, a good year for music. There's some good music. That's true. That's very true. They all just did a bunch of 10-year anniversary tours. All, all my favorite bands from like that time just did a bunch of tours because it was all 10 years. Like, I guess that was two years ago, but like, yeah. Or 2014. I went to like five 10-year anniversary tours like in, t- in, 2000, in 2014 for 14, albums. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, 2004, good year for music. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. That's true. Um, yeah, for 2014. So I took classes for a year and then I auditioned for Satellite and I was on, in Satellite for eight months. Yeah, because you made it to the end of the second session. Yeah. And then uh, I got picked to be on main stage. What was your satellite audition like? Um, it was, there were a lot of people there. Really? Yeah. There was only like six people on my satellite. Really? There were at least 10 or 11 in really? my. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we had less groups. I think we had, because uh, when you auditioned, there was like four or five groups. It was yeah. a long day to there see There were only like two um, groups. Yeah, for us, I think there was only like two. Were so you there, in my there were larger no. groups. I wasn't. Okay, yeah. It was like a Kevin, Jane, and Caleb. It was like my friends. I was just like, I hate, I hate <laughs> oh. this so much. Like, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's kind of like intense. Do you know the other people you were auditioning with? Because they're just kind of like, you and you do freeze. Like, right, I know, yeah. yeah. It's And for me, like, I something about improv it for for me to be comfortable is like knowing the other people mm-hmm, right, you know um i have a hard time with people that i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do really mm-hmm. or where they're coming from so um but the audition i barely remember it i it went well i guess i mean like did you feel pretty ready like confident with, with your improv skills at the time yeah or i remember sort of like being really nervous but i felt like i was ready uh-huh. yeah and at that time i i was also working at the theater so okay. i knew everybody yeah in the that's audience a tough and... position to be in too because if you don't make it it's like i'm still gonna see these people i, every <laughs> I didn't think yeah. about that like, yeah yep. <laughs> so i kind of just like i don't know you just gotta just not think about it i guess right. yeah and then like the first like how did you, how did you see yourself like improve like when the through the, throughout the throughout all of satellite, I guess like mm-hmm. what or some um, notes you would have given yourself, I guess. 
I feel like I've had a lot of plateaus, so I'll get to a place. I guess that's totally normal, but uh, I there are like these moments when I feel completely lost inside of it, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to see myself and what's happening and what I'm doing and how I can improve. Like I, I get to these places where I'm like, I know that I can be better and there's something that's not connecting. It's mm-hmm. not it's not right yeah but i don't know how to change it <laughs> oh totally yeah you're just like i know so... i suck but i can't get better <laughs> right exactly. i mean not yeah. that's like yeah obvious. totally but, i mean yeah. you can't yeah. even put it into words a lot of the time mm-hmm. yeah you're just like that felt really bad mm-hmm. yeah yeah even even when you go up to someone like can you give me notes and they're just like it was kind of eh. <laughs> and you're just like oh, thanks like uh I well, and, and and one thing I really like about you as an improviser is like there have definitely been like scenes where like I don't know what I'm doing and like I, I just like you are so good about eye contact like we like no matter what's happening in the scene like I'll just look and like you're very very present in the scene whereas like you know it's not, I've improvised with people and like we don't really know what's happening mm-hmm. and then we're just like frantic like what are we gonna do but like with you I feel like there's always this moment of like here we are let's we're we're here doing a scene oh that's great cool was was there like a specific click right before you like got called up to main stage were you like pretty like yeah i'm like i'm probably one of the contenders for main stage or was it kind of out of Um, field a little bit i i wasn't expecting to be uh moved up to main stage it was a little bit of Uh a surprise for me um but were you you kind of like i'm not worthy to be on main stage or is it i mean kevin Kevin talked about like being like he felt himself get worse like when he got called up to main stage oh yeah I kind of, I feel like I've had that experience too. The musical is really helpful for me to like feel really comfortable on Uh stage. And I mean, it's weird going into like a brand new group of people that you sort of know, but um, they've all been doing this for a long time. And like, you're like, where do I fit in here? And you don't um, want them to like immediately regret like calling you up. That's like the biggest like fear for me. That was my fear. It's like, yeah, it's like, let's call up so-and-so. And And then it's like, oh, they have like one jam with you. And it's like, we shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's really scary to me. Yeah. Uh, I guess like I tend to hang back a little bit and I'm trying to work on that um, to just make strong choices on stage, which is like uh not something that comes naturally. Um, So sometimes I feel like I get lost in the the fray I just get right. lost in in it you know uh-huh. and um it's tough especially when you're doing like a montage which is just like an it's just like an open scene format and it's just like yeah I'm just gonna be like the character that walks on and off in every scene or mm. whatever it's just like I'm just gonna like float on by and yeah. I can like no one will it's like not the wrong thing to do necessarily mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily gonna make you like after each show are you actively like how can I be better? How can I be better? Or is it just sort of like, well, let's have fun with it? Um, I, I mean, the goal is, for me is to have fun. Uh-huh. But yes, my brain is always turning. Like, right. how can I be better? How can I improve? I read a lot about improv. Uh-huh. It's something that I'm just like really fascinated with. And um, I still have, I, don't, I, I hope, I don't know if this will ever go away. But after a show, it's just like, I you think about, what happened and like right. your brain just like goes into all these different scenarios right. and oh i hate that it's like oh yeah. i should have done this and then and then kevin would have said that and then i would have come back with this right. like oh it's just like you just torture yourself yeah. i mean like is that how you generally are after like how are you like after like a, a poor show like is yeah it, that's yeah. how i am i just go into my head and i'm like 
kind of brood a little bit. Cool. Like, yeah. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. Uh, that movie and a uh, comic book ghost ghost world ghost rider i don't know i'm not familiar is that the name of it it's about two girls that are in art or one of them's in art school it sucks wait it's a movie <laughs> it's a movie it's a movie ghost world were you trying to no. get me to say that it was okay or did you just want i don't to say know it? i was just curious <laughs> to see what you thought about i don't know <laughs> I i've never yeah, heard of like, lay them on me give me give me a bunch of things i might say i hate or i like uh, uh, Orange is the New Black. I think it's great, but I I uh, stopped watching about halfway through the Mike Raviglia season. The, is that season two? Or I haven't season? seen it. It's a really really strong show, but I just like got I lost momentum. Mike Raviglia. It's not his season, but he's like on it, and I just like. Oh, yeah. that must be season three because I haven't seen. Maybe three. oh, that might be season three. House then. of Cards. Uh, I think it's pretty bad. Pretty uh, bad. I. It gets it's really bad. Okay, you want you want to hear a strong opinion? How's the cards? See, you know what I mean. Uh, season He's one, like, oh, it's see, all right. It's I, bad. Like, I hate it. I might, in retrospect, hate season one. I thought see, season one he was. Hates oh it. no, I, he I hates it. I thought season one was great. I recall really liking season two, but it started to like feel very samey. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's a problem a lot of Netflix shows have. Mm. I hate them being like the binge thing. I would rather them be released every week because they're like not as episodic because you're just watching them all. So they don't have to be memorable in and of themselves. So I think that's it. It creates lazy writing. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, I think that season two was like pretty samey, but like the arc was okay. And season three, the he he literally goes to a tombstone to piss on his father's grave. And from that moment, I just hate it. It's like the most pretentious show in the world. It, it, like, it takes it, it takes itself so, did? it takes itself so <laughs> seriously. Like, like it doesn't have, it, it, it doesn't, like poke fun of itself at all. it's just so pretentious it's just like we're serious and we're cool and we're badass and we're gonna be snarky and it's like it, it's gonna be deserved it's not deserved it's like it's bad it gets really bad i couldn't even i couldn't watch the third season and i know it's in like season four and it's gotten a fifth season like it just should have ended they should have had like a three season arc and he should have either like failed or succeeded and then that's mm-hmm. that should have been the end i don't know all right i rest my case um, anyways, <laughs> I feel very strongly about things. All right, I want you to know, know. That's what I'm saying. Especially like yeah. creative things because I feel like I have like good reasons to believe them, and also the stakes are so low. Like I've actually have. I think this is like a flaw about myself in some ways, but like I have a hard time getting really passionate about like things that are important, like political stances. Like mm-hmm. I still generally have political views, but like I'm much more willing to like listen to all everything about them because I'm like. Well, I could be wrong, and the stakes are really high, so right. like I can't be wrong. But like, if I'm wrong about House of Cards, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, I can oh, be, yeah. I can be passionate, yeah. and if I'm wrong, like I don't, it doesn't yeah, matter. But if I, I'm like wrong about I'm a political thing, I'm just like, and I get passionate and heated up, and then I hear a thing that is like I'm wrong, I'm just like, oh no, I've <laughs> been wrong about something so important. Has Pearl ever told you that we have like this running joke about you? It's like, what is it's it? not like a running joke. It's like this running impression we do, where it's like we say objective. <laughs> About really subjective things. <laughs> yeah. And that's like what you do. Like, yeah. man, like mint chocolate chip is just objectively better than chocolate. I don't feel that way, John. I don't feel that way. I think dark chocolate is the best. Is it, a, is it objective? You say, you say objective about like really I think dark subjective chocolate, I think dark chocolate is objectively, objectively the best Objectively better. One. Where, the, where, the, where, where the debate comes into play is what percentage of dark chocolate. Like, like is it like... 
what is it like 90% cacao or whatever it is? That, that's, like that's too much. That's too much. I agree. I agree completely. Around 70. I would say around 70. 70 with like caramel is like, mm, mm. oh my God. Ghirardelli's, Ghirardelli's dark, like 70% with caramel. Oh my God. Cacao. Cacao. Is that what it is? Cacao. I, I, is it, cacao? I, is that how, I don't know. It's like C-A-C-A-O. Yeah, that's right. Cacao. 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 Okay. I think it's just funny though. It's <laughs> a great word. Uh, raspberry and chocolate is really good too. Also it is, just yeah. Like Which one's the best? I think car- mm, raspberry. Probably. What do you think, Julian? You're the guest. I like salted chocolate. Oh. Salted's good. Is that objectively the best one? It is. Okay. <laughs> I would say that's objectively false, but I like it. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think it's. The I best. think the best is raspberry. Are I we could, talking about uh, Ghirardelli specifically? Well, we've got like a sample size here. Oh, Gear. Oh man, have you guys been yeah. to the Ghirardelli factory? Yeah. Is there a chocolate here oh. right now? No. Oh. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, you could have yeah. brought it. This was like this was the like guest is to supposed like, to bring. And we have samples. <laughs> that would be great. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Here it is from Ghirardelli in San Francisco. No, that I've been to that the square. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Anyways, <laughs> this is a great lead into that second act. Um, oh, did I start the timer? No, that's all right. So you mentioned uh, in the first act that you're from North Carolina. Is that where you were born? Uh, I was born in Virginia and moved to. North- I was born in Virginia. You were? Yeah, where? I was born what? in Fairfax, Virginia. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And I then was... I moved out of there when I was four, but, so cool. I don't really remember it. I was born in Virginia Beach. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. I remember going to Virginia Beach for uh, like when we, we we would visit there to visit my grandparents and like let's take a trip to Virginia Beach and be like yay! But then it was like a three-hour drive. Yeah. And so it always. <laughs> Low key kind of sucked. I, I know nothing about that state or any of those states over there. Uh, <laughs> I'm it's sorry. a three hour drive from Virginia Beach and my grandparents' house. Okay, well now I know. Yeah. Now, if I'm ever at your grandparents' house, when which, did you when did you move to North Carolina? Uh, when I was one, so I was really really. Young. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then we lived in the western part of the state my whole life. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. This is a bit deraily, but I need to ask for the no. sake of uh, John. Am I going to be your best man at the wedding? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No. I need to... <laughs> Don't go, Kevin. This Don't... is called a callback, Joe. This... <laughs> Thanks for asking that on there. Am I going to be on the wedding party? No. What the fuck, John? No. We have a show together. <laughs> Am I going to be invited? Uh, we don't know yet. Wh- no. That's crazy. That's crazy. You have to invite me. You can't not. Well, are you yeah. kidding me? Well, we don't know. No, you, we haven't made the guess yet. You're doing yet. a bit. You're doing we a bit. We don't know. I'm invited. Oh, oh, I clipped the audio. I'm sorry. It hurts. We didn't use to have headphones. It didn't use to hurt. I'm invited to the wedding, right? Yeah, it just might be, you know, just like, uh, oh my God. Just our families. Oh you know? my God. Weddings are expensive, Kevin. I don't care. All right. Don't get, don't get married the if capacity. you can't afford to invite yeah. your co-host. Jesus Christ. Why am I not the best man? I'm sorry. Can I be the ring bearer? You're the best co-host. There's only there's you're one the best, option. You're the best. There's one you're the, option. You're the best white co-host sorry, I've ever I don't, had. I don't know what... Oh. Out of all the co-hosts I've had, you're like top three. Shut up, John. <laughs> sorry. I, I just got... I was like thinking if I'm ever at John's grandparents' house, and then I was like, oh, what if I met them at the wedding? Am I going to be the best man right. at the wedding? I like how oh, you went I like that right train for, of thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Just had to know, and I'm very disappointed about everything that John just said. Okay, it's good. I wanted to get a reaction out of you. <laughs> we were in Virginia. We were. Uh, you grew we're up in North Western, Car- we're in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then what, what brought you over? Oh, the sorry. I'm gonna, I'm going to stop drilling. But the Front Bottoms have a really great song um, called West Virginia.
The oh, right. that's a band. Great. That's Great. a band. That is a yeah. band. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm with it. All right. Uh, so, how long were you in North Carolina before you came over here? Um, I so basically, uh, my best friend from high school, the boarding school that I went to, she moved out here to go to Western, and I eventually just followed her. Um, but between high school and when I landed here permanently in 2010, I moved a bunch. I was like all over the place. Um, so, but yeah, that's why I moved, mm-hmm. ended up moving to Bellingham. Uh, I was like, uh, growing up in North Carolina. I mean, like, was it like, was it, if you look back on those times fondly <laughs> or is it like, man, I'm never going back to the East coast ever. Or No. Yeah, it was good. I, we, my family is like, my parents are pretty hippie ish. Uh-huh. So, uh, they fit can, right in and Bellingham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I'm from Asheville, which is very similar uh-huh. to Bellingham. Um, but we lived outside of Asheville. So, um, in a little town called Weaverville, mm-hmm. um, and that I always, sounds like a fake name. Yeah. Weaverville. Okay. Weaverville. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Weaverville. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Go on. John Lee sounds like a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, prepare for this act to be mainly about Kevin. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. All right. <laughs> Sorry, you're not my best man. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You might be by the end of this. I know, yeah. If, by the end of the third season, you might be. Yeah. Um, when all your, fr- all your friends yeah. will abandon you before the wedding. And I'll, still, I'll still be here. You'll still be there? Oh, thanks. Uh, did you uh, go to college in North Carolina or um no I so I went to college at CalArts uh-huh. in Valencia California uh-huh. there's a song by the Decemberists called Valencia <laughs> oh excellent every time you and think of a song bring it up I will okay I will I've already started that right. I will keep doing that thanks thank you excellent <laughs> um but I only was there for a year and uh-huh. then I moved back to North Carolina. I think I ended up going to like four different schools for like very short periods of time. Oh, really? Was it just you got to like... I just didn't gel with school. Gel with school? Yeah. I kept trying and um, I don't know, just wasn't my thing. I think part of that is that I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do or what to focus Mm -hmm. on. And my family put no pressure on me whatsoever to stay, so... It was sort of just like so, like it was like every year, just like a fresh start for Jillian, and pretty then it was like this sucks. And then you're just like, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Fresh start for Jillian. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was basically like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, what? Do, well, you couldn't like, like, make relationships there, or is it was mainly like the academic side of it? You just couldn't stick with it. Um, I think. Ultimately, it was something deeper, which I've discovered as I've grown up older. Um, But I wanted something outside to fix in the inside. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, And I didn't know like what I should be grasping onto in terms of like learning or focusing on with school. Mm -hmm. And then with moving, it was like, I'm unhappy here, so this looks good so i'm gonna go over there and oh i'm unhappy here right i'm gonna move to new york city uh-huh. this did you sucks. go to new york yeah wow uh, yeah that's also a thing that's like once you start moving you realize that like i can just move <laughs> like you re- like you it's right. like that's it's, like an option you know right so, it like, sort of be... like creates this mindset of uh-huh. impermanence it's like if mm-hmm. it doesn't work out i can always move exactly um 
But it's also like a part of being a human is being in a community and feeling nurtured that way, Mm -hmm. I think, Um, and connecting with people. And if you're constantly going from one place to the next, it's like you're never going to get that. Right. Um, And like that's like the main reason why we're here, I think, uh-huh. on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Just answered the meaning of life. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's that song about New York that everybody By knows. Frank Sinatra? I don't know. There's probably a lot New of New York, them. New York? Yeah, that one. Frank Sinatra. That's Frank Sinatra. Or uh, Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. Sure, that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of right. New York songs. A ton. You said New York, and I was like, there's probably a song. Probably mm-hmm. a song by that. Uh, yeah. Wait, so how old are you when you moved to Bellingham? <laughs> um, 25. 25. And, okay. So I'm right. 31. No, and no feeling no move to. Okay, <laughs> revealing the age on the podcast. <laughs> what? Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Did not didn't have to feel the need to move out of Bellingham. Mm-hmm. I like what I like about Bellingham is that it's so it's such a creative town, and people are doing stuff and they're being supported like creatively as artists in all different types of mediums. And I feel like it's easy to be an artist here. Um, are people going to make money? Probably uh-huh. not. Right, yeah. Def- I can definitely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but the creative side is really, really important, you know, and I hadn't found that anywhere else, do- partly due to the fact that I wasn't like, really trying to make connections and put mm. roots down or whatever but um but yeah that is something i really love about this town right did, when did the, like the need to feel funny start like is um, were you always sort of the funny one in the group or? i think so yeah, yeah. I, I, like i guess on, when on my soccer team when i was younger i was always like the goofy one cracking jokes uh-huh. and stuff like that um it's always been there though like um I remember when I was really little, I used to watch the Three Stooges, and then I'd uh-huh. perform that for my family. <laughs> or they wanted to or not. It's like, everyone, stop eating dinner. <laughs> yeah. We're Here doing I the am. Three Stooges now. Yeah. Were you, were you the, like, the look at me kid? When, like, no, 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 yes. Yeah. Extremely shy. Very, very shy. And when did you start to, like, break out of that? Um, I I would say, honestly, I would say when I started playing a team sport. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like being a part of a group and feeling safe in that group and trusting the other people in that group. Mm. And um, so I would say around then, so that's like middle school. Yeah, I was pretty shy as a kid too. And I think- I wasn't, and then I got shy. And then you got shy. Yeah. Why do you think like performers all start out shy when they're- Well, John, I just gave you an example of someone who didn't. (laughs) What? I wasn't shy when I was- what? Yeah, you've. T- and you you've just t- made some yeah. assumption. I just said I wasn't shy. I know. Well, I'm, as a yeah. kid, and you just yeah. made the assumption. Why oh. do you think creative people? <laughs> oh, I don't really consider you creative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin's left so Good. many times. Call back. Uh, I'm so tired of this joke. <laughs> yeah, I was tired of it before it happened. I think yeah. with comedy, it's like I-, I know for myself, like I'm pretty sensitive to just in general mm-hmm. um so the world is like awful mm-hmm. and can be really daunting and like there's all this bad shit that happens and people aren't nice to each other and um being a sensitive person like you sort of absorb all that stuff right 
Um, and with comedy, like pointing out how ridiculous humanity is right. really helps to like process the information and deal with it. Uh-huh. So I don't know. That might be a part of it. Yeah. I like guess sensitive in like in what in, in what way? Like are you like, I don't know, like how, how is, when it comes to like criticism, I feel like that's uh, are you like pretty sensitive to that or is it? No, I feel like um, I've learned. I used to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. But. Uh, and I probably still am in some ways, but um, I learned that you can make the ultimate goal in creating art is making something that's good. Uh-huh. Um, so having critique is really good for that, you know, because if you're trying to make the best thing, like you want someone to come in and maybe like shove their fist in it a little bit and like, right, yeah, you know, point at all the like soft spots that might hurt a little bit yeah. but it's good to have to deal with that stuff right well for for you what is like uh a successful like artistic piece look like i guess like whether it's like sketch or like anything visual i guess like what, what when you like look at it how do you gauge like whether you feel successful even if it's like flawed because i mean it's it's like art i guess so like what, what do you mm-hmm. gauge as success um like something that if it's something that like that I you've made. created yeah mm-hmm. and like where do you where do you say like this is something i'm proud of and this is something like i'm not i don't know yeah that's a hard question because it's it's like as an artist too you're always questioning what you're doing i guess ultimately it's like if i set out with a certain goal like with video it's pretty straightforward for me so if i i want to make this specific thing and then i do that mm-hmm. i guess okay then it's successful and if it if it continuously makes me laugh that's part of it too because when you're editing stuff over and over and over again you're watching the same thing over and over and over again so if it still is amusing oh totally like if, end, if it still like catches you off guard yeah like, I don't know. yeah if you can watch it and not be like whatever it's yeah. done um <laughs> then i think that's successful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, so I think uh, so. You know what the big question? Oh, is it time is. for the big question? I mean, uh, she knows have, the season have... one version of it. Yeah, and it's all it's all the same. No, it's not. It's all the same. I've iterated on. Yeah, it. you're right. It's different. <laughs> I'm an innovator. It's slightly different. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, have you struggled with uh, depression and or anxiety, and how have they affected your creative uh, process? Yes. <laughs> all right, don't, all show, right. It's a wrap on the show. That's last a wrap. episode, Take everybody. Away. That was a yes. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, unpack that a little bit. Like, I guess either or. Like, I mean, just just talk about that. A bit. Um, I I've struggled with depression for sure. Anxiety, maybe. I'm like, think as I get older, I get more. I'm getting more anxious, which is oh, really? a weird experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man. <clears throat> No, there's yeah. so many things to look forward oh, great, to. Great, yeah. <laughs> the distant age of 31. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with depression has always sort of like been there since I was little. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, part of that for me, as a young kid, I was an extreme perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always wanted to get everything like right. I never wanted to do the wrong thing. Um, which is impossible, right? You know, living as a human. <laughs> well, Jesus um, did it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian just motioned to do my bit. I just want, uh, yeah, but didn't follow through with it. I didn't. 
Um, <laughs> like little, how, like how little, like five, six, or yeah, little. I'd say. I remember just being scared of of the world too, uh, sort of. And then um, my parents were great, but they sort of didn't nurture the emotional side. Okay. For someone like me, who I think needed it a lot more, maybe than what they thought I did. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, were you an only child, or I have an older sibling. Okay. So, and she was super wild. So they were like all focused on her. Right. I was sort of the observer and the shy uh-huh. one. So they didn't have to really worry about me right. too much. And they're like, oh, Jillian can play with this. Yeah, she's herself. Right. Yeah. It's good. Jillian's got it. Yeah, but I'm just, I don't know. So maybe uh, emotionally neglected in that sort of way. Uh-huh. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't. As I got older, like through puberty and stuff, mm-hmm. you just ex- that's a crazy time anyway, but you just experience all these emotions. And for me, I would just like shove them deep, deep, deep down. Right, no. yeah. Bottle it up. Yeah. Bottle it up. Yeah. For real. So, and then I would have these like epic, crazy cry days. Uh-huh. Um, and my mom would be like, what's, why, what's happening? What's yeah. wrong? And I'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know. like a thousand things, right? Like, right. Because it just builds up over time. Yeah. Well, how'd you learn to like deal with that and like move past that, I guess? Well, um, as I got older, uh, I, so as a young adult, I, um, just found alcohol <laughs> and I drank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that was basically the only thing that I did uh, for a few years. And so then I quit drinking altogether. Was because this like high school era or? This is like post high school. Okay. Um, I quit drinking when I was 23. Uh-huh. Um, and that Wait. was like a big thing for me. Sure. Because uh, I was, it, it was literally like the only thing I was doing. Uh-huh. I was able to work. I had a job, but other than that, mm-hmm. it was right. like, I would get drunk and then just like talk shit about people and like say all the things i wanted to be doing but Uh wasn't doing anything and um just deep down it's like you're just damaged and you need to figure Mm -hmm. fix that you know so you can do other stuff i mean like so was that time like were you just like were you a social drinker is that how you justified it it was just like yeah it's social yeah yeah, it's a party i Mm -hmm. mean like and then and then it was like you were 23 when you realized that like Mm-hmm. I haven't. I need to. That's pretty young to I realize. I know yeah. it's uh-huh. really young. Yeah. I know. I think about that now, and I'm like, man, I. There was just something <clears throat> there. Like I would, I would drink by myself, and then I would just like have these crying fits, and like uh-huh. the relationships I had back then, friendships I had back then were tumultuous. Like people would hang out with me, or I'd find people to hang out with, and then I would just like mm-hmm. freak out because I just had all these emotions inside of me that I had no idea right. what to do with. So they would just come out in these weird ways and just uh-huh. like, you know, it's damaging for other yeah, people Yeah, like too. Were, were bridges yeah. burned because of it? Or like, I don't um, know how much into deal till you want to get or... Uh, yeah. a, a little bit. Uh-huh. Not not like too, too extreme. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely did things that I w- wished hadn't happened um i was still i was living in my hometown also Mm -hmm. at the time when i realized that i just needed to stop Mm -hmm. and so i did and it's been like a long something i've learned over time is that you know you want things to happen overnight but they don't Mm -hmm. and coming to terms with that it's like things take time they take years you know, right. um, 
And so just to like keep moving on, to keep taking these like tiny steps and telling yourself that, you know, back then it was like, I feel so drained and shitty and I've done all these bad things and I feel like a terrible person, but I want to be better. And I know that if I just take this little step today, Uh you know, if I keep doing that, then maybe I'll get somewhere. And I, and I did. So... Yeah, I understand. You want the reset to happen, like, right away. Yeah. You know, you just want like, oh, I'll just wake up tomorrow and everything will be better because yeah. I stopped, like... It's like 23 years of... Yeah, exactly. ...going one direction. Yeah, uh-huh. You got to switch the gears yeah, and start... Yeah, well, and, and you, you hear these stories of people who have, like, changed their lives. Like, even listening to this, and it's uh-huh. like, oh, and she just changed and now she's great. Wow, like, <laughs> I can do that. Like, like right. even when you hear those stories, it sounds like it happened right away. Right, like, it doesn't right. sound like it was this, like, arduous but process. It's like a, a montage of you, like, cleaning your room. <laughs> right, like, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in easy. that moment, like, I actually, so I quit drinking and, like, six months later, I moved to Bellingham. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I stayed with my friend from high school in her studio apartment and I tried to find a job and I couldn't and it was winter Mm -hmm. and so it's like gray and dark and rainy yeah awful and um (laughs) I literally like I would just lay in her bed all day and cry if I made it outside I'd go to the library Uh and which I loved I love still love the library Uh um and then i come back to her apartment and just like crawl into bed and this lasted for like four or five months uh-huh. oh wow you know how do you so, break out of that sucks, reverie yeah. just... well i uh or how did you at the time yeah yeah i started writing a journal i guess uh-huh. um and that was really helpful helpful for me to get out whatever is in me um, sort of like try to start processing these emotions. Right. Um, I also started reading. I'd always been interested in like uh, Eastern philosophy and stuff mm. like that. Um, so I was reading books about that, like Buddhism and like New Age stuff like that. Right. Self-help kind of things. Sure. Um, and just taking the bits that, like connected you like read stuff like that and there's always like a sentence or Uh something that just like hits you and you're like okay that's something i can hold on to to remember and um yeah just working with it that way and eventually like the fog just lifted Uh enough sure and um yeah and and you're still dealing with it now and like how how is it like uh how does it affect like uh your creative process now um, sometimes it can be debilitating in a way where I like right now I'm dealing more with like uh, extreme I don't want to sound like super intense but like self-hatred but okay. not not in like a complete self-hating way I don't uh-huh. I am able to sort of like draw lines mm-hmm. but um, but yeah I definitely deal with that and uh, and being a performer in improv it's like you have all these chances to do it right uh-huh. in air quotes sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and be good at it. And when you fail, when I fail, when I feel like I fail, sometimes it's just like hitting a brick wall, right, you know, yeah. and I'm right back at that same place. But at this point, I have 
built up the tools that I don't have to stay there. Uh-huh. Um, I can help myself get out of that place right. and mm-hmm. keep moving. Yeah, so. But I can definitely relate to like you, you have a failure and then you kind of, I don't know. It's 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 one failure, but then you think like I'm a phony. Like right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, for sure. Any any successful thing I've ever done, I've just gotten lucky. Like as you start to twist, like every right. kind of play or everything in your even head. Even the like, successful things you have that other people think are successful, right. um, you yourself are, can point out all the flaws in it. Yeah. You're like, well, it could, right. it could be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't so know it, what you're it, talking about. Video, right. I've noticed like <laughs> more so in video editing than maybe anything I've experienced. That I have a video I really like, but then there's like these these um, rendering glitches that I didn't know how to fix at the time, and now I know it's like a really easy fix. But there's just like these flashes of green that appear on the video, uh-huh. and like nobody notices it, but I can't even watch it. Right. I'm just like so upset <laughs> yeah. that there's just like this stupid error <laughs> yeah. that like I I could have fixed with no problem, uh-huh. and now it's just anyways. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. You said that as you're getting older, like uh, you're starting to deal with anxiety too. Like, what situations do you think like your anxiety is the worst, and how do you how do you deal with it? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I I don't know yet. <laughs> you're getting anxious right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> getting asked hard questions. Help. I don't know. I like like in the green room. Are you feeling pre- like pretty comfortable there, or yeah, before yeah. Or after a show? Yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty comfortable with uh-huh. performing in general. I think. Right. Um, it's more like personal life stuff. Like, I just got a dog, uh-huh. and I f- have been feeling anxious about raising her, okay. <laughs> like yeah, correctly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, right. I want to be a good dog owner, but uh-huh. I don't know if I am, and I don't know. It's weird shit like that, which all stems from like. Uh, I don't know. I guess like just being self confident and uh-huh. um being a perfectionist, right? So, how do you think um like doing uh, the upfront theater when you're at like a GBU or something like that, and you're just really in like you're feeling really depressed, and it's just like, well, it's eight o'clock on a Thursday, like I have to get it together. I mean, like how I don't know, like what's your general process of getting out of that? I think a big thing that hasn't really happened to me Mm -hmm. yet, but uh, when I feel really disconnected, I think that has to do with being disconnected from other people. Right. Um, So just the fact that you're about to do or doing improv can help bridge that gap because what you're doing is connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So just like focusing on that fact, like Uh you're there to connect and play. You know, right. so, um, which can be hard to break out of your own like foggy depression, right, yeah. but I don't know, just staring into someone else's yeah, eyes for like true, yeah. a minute or two, it's sort yeah, of like, uh-huh. okay, you know, yeah, I'm not standing at the ceiling right above this, the portion of the ceiling that's right above that my That reminds bed. me yeah. of a Matchbox 20 song. I was gonna, uh, yeah, hey. Was that? <laughs> unwell? It. It's unwell. unwell. That's from Unwell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you did <laughs> you you mentioned before that like you felt like a little neglected as a kid like how and uh, what other ways did, like did you think like your parents affected like your creative side oh um or just your family in general yeah, yeah. they're both really creative people uh-huh. my dad is a musician um and he plays every instrument uh-huh uh, my mom is a teacher, but she's also pretty creative. Right. And they nurtured that side. They nurtured that side of it uh, for us growing up. And um, they were always supportive of me and my sister, like, getting involved in the arts and, 
and all that stuff. And um, I found this school that I wanted to go to and I applied myself and went through the interview process and all this stuff. And like, they didn't want me to move out of the house at 16, but they let me do it because I, mm-hmm. you know, I was pursuing this. So they were supportive right. in that way for sure. sure okay. Yeah. Very supportive. Oh, man, just imagine think, me up there. Don't yeah. you want me to like be like, like making fun of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you're getting married, how about? I'm. I have yeah. to be invited. You're gonna invite me, right? You know, we'll see. No, John, <laughs> I'm being serious. You have to invite me. You can't. Yeah. Who? Else, how many? How many people <laughs> would be invited above me? Above you? Yeah. Um, like hundreds of people. Wow! Wait, know. that can't be yeah. true. That no, can't be accurate. No, that is not. It's not gonna be that big a wedding. Oh it's gonna God. be pretty small. Well, I'm gonna yeah. be there. So, all right. <laughs> and I'm a big personality. Yeah, you are. So how small could it be? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun wedding. Uh, you, you better are... invite me. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's gonna be great. Yeah, my, it's gonna be so I'm much really fun. Not gonna be there. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, this is like the yeah. first wedding I've ever cared about. I've been to like several weddings, but I've like not been invited to weddings that like I really should have been at. This is like the first one I this actually... This is the first wedding you've cared about? This is the first one. I don't believe you. It's, I, don't I don't care. Believe you. Most people get married that are just like, I, it's so stupid. <laughs> so I don't how, care. Many, how many weddings have you been to? Probably like five. Five and every Maybe all more. five out of five weddings. Right? I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Okay. And then now wedding number six. One of them like, I messed up. I was on audio. Uh, I was I was like just supposed to play, but it was on shuffle, and so we played the wrong song for the like the the walking down the aisle. <laughs> oh. oh. And because then, you didn't. Wow, was, that was a mistake on their part. They, they should. For inviting I was you. I was in high school at the time. Yeah. So they were like, a, hey, let's invite this kid who doesn't care yeah, about our marriage. That was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Mark Stickler. Yeah. If you're out there, he made a mistake. <laughs> he he walked down and he looked at me and he gave me he was like what he like smiled and he like because he knew it was wrong and I just thought it was a weird choice because <laughs> I knew it was the it was the next song in the playlist so we right. just hit like next oh. but we didn't know it was on shuffle and oh. uh, so like I just thought oh this is a weird choice yeah. and then he just like gave me this look and I was like oh, oh. no <laughs> and so then I I picked the right song and it Good was job. like very jarring. Uh-huh. What um, do you guys dance at weddings? I don't they'll dance. Be, they'll be dancing. At I don't the dance. Yeah. But I would love no. to go and not dance not at dance. your wedding. Yeah. No. All right. We'll invite you so you can be a bummer. <laughs> John, that's why I get invited to everything. All right. I have, I, I have never gone to any event and not been a bummer. I can guarantee you that. All right. That's, what, really, I'm, that's what I'm known for. You're really selling yourself here. Oh. Yeah. I'd be a good best man. Okay. Just think, just think about it. Like, yeah. I could give that's you- That's like, why. Your best man speech would be like, 20 minutes. Your bachelor party would be so good. Really? What would you do for it? I would just make you have the worst time. Thanks. Yeah. But it would be great. Like how though? Oh, I don't know. Okay. No, I'd have to think about it. It'd be a good time. All right. We'll think about it. Uh, there'd be a bounce house involved. Ooh. Yeah. And that sounds fun. There'd probably be like a series of trials. It'd probably be like that cliche, like you have to do a series of trials to like prove you can be a, <laughs> like to prove you can be like a husband. Like that was to that be, cliche. To know to prove you can be like a supportive husband, you gotta like go through this series of trials of like of like wait, hard stuff. Wait, back up. <laughs> 
so you said cliche just then, like, you know, just that, like, <laughs> the cliche that thing that everybody does. Well, you, did you want me to get you a stripper? Because that's like the worst. Why would you do that at a bachelor party? It just I cause, didn't say just that. Just because you're getting married doesn't mean it's suddenly I okay I just to it's, have, like, one last, like, crazy time with I, a stripper. That's I, crazy. I just think it's weird that you said cliche and then you said trials. Like, like everybody just puts, no, puts just the a, guy it's a cliche. cliche you probably have to go down a slide at some point. Oh, that's not cliche. <laughs> I just like I'm imagining a slide, a very okay. large slide. Maybe it'd be like one of those bounce house. Slides. Is that one of the trials? Oh. Okay, no, <laughs> that's just for fun. I'd make you like go down it like naked or something, <laughs> and it'd be like have ice on it. I don't know, be a trial. Okay, it would represent like what does that represent? Um, the cold descent <laughs> to death. Uh, uh, to death. Okay, can you do it? And you'd have to, I don't know. I, I think that it's silly to call like a wife a ball and chain, but I like the idea of you wearing a ball and chain like the entire time. I know that's been done on it bachelor has? parties. Yeah, bachelor parties. You like, so, I know of at least one specific example. Okay. Um, so cliche. Of like people I knew. So very cliche. Okay. Um, so I think, I think calling someone on your ball and chain is like really stupid because you're just supportive. But I also like the picture of you like trying to go down a slide naked on ice with, with a ball and chain. chain. Yeah, yeah, I like that image. Okay. Well, you really sold it. That can be the the logo of the process. <laughs> Have you been part of many wedding parties? <laughs> oh, we yeah. Need a logo. Uh, anyway, anyways. <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, have you been the maid of honor? Yes, I have. Yes. Was there a series of trials? Was there a series of trials? <laughs> no, there were not. <laughs> cliche. Okay. It's so cliche. It's so cliche. Well, see, John, it'd be a bachelor party to remember. Uh huh. Yeah, what was that like? Was was it there was a fine. was there a ton of planning involved? Yeah, but I wasn't involved in any of it. Wait, you're the maid of honor, though. I know. Yeah, you're just, wow. It was my sister's yeah. wedding, okay. and um, I moved away. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I didn't have to do anything. Nice. No series of trials. Nope. All right. But there w- there could have been a series of trials. <laughs> there, maybe there was. Maybe there was. We don't know. <laughs> it's unclear at this time. I'm going to ask. Uh, <laughs> hmm. All right. Should I ask the process three. Facebook? No, I'm just going to ask. Hmm. I don't what? care enough. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm interested in weddings. <laughs> you are though, apparently. Mm, I'm just interested in. Mm. I'm like interested mm. in being a best man. Okay. Because I've been denied this. I had a friend who was gonna get married. Well, he. Mm. Well, they all just cut this. <laughs> I had a friend who like thought like he was just like in a really long like long term relationship when we were in high school and we were all like I was like really excited to be his best man because uh-huh. he was like my best friend at the time and he's like right. now he's like I mean we don't talk that much but he's like a brother to me and uh-huh. I love him. And ever since high school, I've wanted to, like, be the best man so that I could, like... There was this guy who tried to steal his girl, and I wanted to make, like, a weeble wobble with that face and put it in, like, the middle of a boxing ring for his bachelor party so we can just beat the shit out of it. See, I feel like uh, my if you were my best man, my party would just be, like, the leftover pieces of that party. Like No, because I didn't do that <laughs> his one. Favorite, his favorite no. food was chicken wings, so we're going to this no, You get the slide. You get okay. the slide with the ice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I wanted the chicken wings. <laughs> Slide with ice. There can be chicken wings at the bottom of the slide, but really? you got to get to them, and they might be covered in ice. Okay, that sounds like a trial. <laughs> All right, just act three. Hopefully, Kevin is fading in right now. Nope. I've got comedy gold <laughs> and some so, realistic commentary so on on cliches and what uh, uh, an adequate wedding party or bachelor party would be. Yeah, you're right. And an adequate wedding party, which would always involve me. So you see what we mean by the, the low stakes act. Oh, yeah. This is, oh, this yeah. Is, yeah. Low, low stakes yeah. act. Yeah. This is my time to shine. This is uh-huh. my favorite act. I think yeah. two is oh, objectively Kevin's the most. time to shine. Objectively. Act, act two is objectively the best act in this show. Yeah. Objectively, <laughs> objectively the most important <laughs> yeah. act. And I still, I agree with that. 
but act three is my time to shine. This is what I'm good at. I'm good at being very contrary. I'm good at derailing. I'm good at taking the attention away from the guest. I'm good at having uh, weird opinions that no one agrees with. Uh-huh. Um, All right. And don't deserve to be real opinions. Great. You sound like a perfect fit. Welcome Thank to the you. big work. <laughs> How, yeah. They're, they're all fooled. I'm not comfortable there enough to yeah. reveal my true self, and none of them listen to the process. Right. None of them do? They all think oh. I'm this quiet, sullen guy who walks no. around, and he's like mopey and depressed, and that's true. No. Uh, but they also think I'm just like quiet. Like, hey, yeah. what's up? Oh, hey. what? Turkey. No, t- no, no tomato on that sandwich? Okay. Isn't that, isn't that weird? I have groups of people like... Uh, like my soccer team that I play mm-hmm. with, when they found out that I do improv, they could not yeah, believe they're like, it. What? They're like, you? Yeah. You do that? Improv? Like, Improvisation? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Improv comedy? Well, I work, I work with Jake Ferg, and they know that he's at the upfront, and they know I'm at the upfront, and he's just like, of course he's at the upfront. Like, right. he walks around, he's like, Make it like making these weird noises yeah. and like I don't be in be in the way that Jake Ferg is and like and then I'm just over here and they're probably just like this guy's an idiot. Yeah. I hate him. They're like Jake I, is at the upfront and they're like and you like you like stamp the stamps. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just so I'm just so excited. You take out the garbage. I'm just so excited to make fun of all my coworkers because I got things to say, but I'm not Roast. I'm not comfortable yet. Okay, but I'll get there. Where do you work? The Daisy Cafe. Oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. And do your coworkers? Know, would you say it's the same way with your coworkers? No, like, no, 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 no. They know me completely. Completely. I mean, restaurants are get. You'll get to that point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get there. Maybe not. I'm, yeah. I'm slow. So those high stress environments. <laughs> yeah. You're just like. You just want to. Yeah. Got to release. Gotta oh, Especially when you're yeah. working with the public, it's like yeah. you have to talk to people, and then you just go back yeah. and make fun of them. Right. <laughs> I do. I do miss my like. The one thing I miss about my graveyard shift when I worked at Fred Meyer was like how much we bonded because like we couldn't connect with anybody in the outside world because they were just on a different sleep schedule. So mm-hmm. it was just like I was completely miserable in general. But when I was with those guys, it was like they got it. Right. They knew what it was yeah. like to be sad. <laughs> and nobody works there anymore. None of us like none of my friends from there work there. Oh, good. Y'all got out. Yeah. But I miss them. I have these two friends. Uh, I hope they're listening to this because I need to hear this. <laughs> They've never worked in customer service ever, Ugh. and it's just like it's starting to show now. I don't respect as them. like yeah. It's just like when mm-hmm. like we go out to restaurants and they just say things. I'm like, don't say that, and they're like, I don't get it. I'm just like, yeah. you need yeah. to like quit your job and like work at like Red Robin for yeah. a little while. Yeah, are they, uh, yeah. they going to be in your wedding party? No. Good. Yeah. <laughs> They've never, only people who have worked customer service can be in my wedding party. Good. I've worked yeah. customer service you? Okay. at uh, multiple jobs. All right. Well, that yeah. puts you on the short list. That's good. Uh, short list yeah. for the best man, right? It's uh, Yeah. And the guaranteed yeah. list for the, the wedding party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to work customer service. Uh, there's going to be a slide, yeah. John. I want you to have a slide. A slide. Maybe a slide show. How about your wet, a slide your, show? Your, your marriage won't be as good if there's not a series of trials. Because if you fail the trials, you won't get married until you can pass them. And if you pass them, you'll be guaranteed the best husband. Okay. That's weird. You're going to be a, ooh. You're going to be a husband. Sorry. That was my, yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, see. That's what, this is why you're not the best man. Because you don't want to be, want me to be a husband. I do. Want it. I'll, I would change. If you, if you made me the best man, I could change. Oh, really? Have change. an attitude transplant? <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's let's get into what this act is about. Or not. Act is about doesn't matter. Me. Yeah, um, it's about Kevin. What's uh, what Just inspires kidding. you? What are you what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to besides our podcast? Obviously, uh, the one episode. The one episode. The one time. Yeah. Just over and yeah. over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um, what do I? I love watching TV. Yes. 
Um, hit it. Turned off. Just sitting yeah. there. Hit it. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's a magnificent it's, it's never human on. accomplishment. I just imagine. Sometimes I don't. I just stare into the black. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird, though. Yeah. What show are you watching right now? Um, I just started watching Atlanta. Just now? Oh, just, Donald, you just Donald now Lovers? started watching just it? Just now, yeah. yeah. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard that's okay. really yeah. Is it good? I heard yeah. it's great. It's good. I like it. Oh, is that Donald Glover's mm-hmm. show? Is it very Donald Glover? It looks very Donald Glover. It is. Yeah. He is very much himself, it seems. Yeah. Is it funny? Sort of, yes. Yeah. Okay. There are funny moments, for sure. Yeah. I don't... In his yeah. sort of, like, weird way. Goofy. Right. Because I heard that it was supposed to be, like, a show kind of based off his life. And I immediately thought of, like, Dirty Rock. And I was like, it'll be like Dirty Rock. <laughs> and then I saw the trailer. I'm like, this is the opposite of Dirty Rock. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know if he can be a leading man. Like, I just, is, I don't know. You don't only saw one, is only one episode out so far? Two. Or two? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of burnt out on, like, dramedies, I guess. I think. Everything. You're wrong. It's my favorite. Yeah? What's your favorite <laughs> dramedy? <laughs> it's, a, I'm, it's objective. Uh, I don't know, best. actually. I mean, it depends. It depends how you view dramedy, because I would like. I mean, Breaking Bad is like black comedy, kind of. It's just a really funny show. I, I guess that's not dramedy. I guess Freaks and Geeks is probably. Okay, I would my, say like, I would say like Shaun of the Dead. Eh, maybe. Yeah. Freaks and Geeks is probably like my go-to of what I would call a dramedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Or Wilfred. Like, yeah, yeah. It's dramedy. Uh, Wilfred's okay. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. All right. And I, don't, I guess I get that. I guess that hey, shows. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. It, nice. The the <laughs> it's been harder for me to buy into the drama of Wilfred. Uh huh. I don't know. It's it's too it's goofy. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I like yeah. that show a lot too. Yeah, it's great. It's okay. Yeah. It's I really just... liked. Uh, do you guys watch Maria Bamford's? No, I haven't yet. I've, I've also Lady heard Dynamite. good things about that. So good. It's funny because like these are it's both. So good. These are things that both like that Jake Betterman has like said has like posted on Facebook about, and oh. like I've based my opinion about whether these are good just because Jake Betterman likes it, and I, I have not watched either of them. Oh, uh, Gilmore Girls is that a dramedy or is that more? I feel like it's more of a comedy. Uh, uh, I actually don't know. I don't know how I would define that. that. Yeah, dramedy maybe. Maybe it's dramedy. It's not that dramatic. It's, it's like just like well, it's pretty light around like season four. Yeah, I still like it's still not like The yeah. Wire. Like it's I yeah. don't know. I'd say it's a comedy. The Wire, the greatest I'll, comedy if, of all time. If I were to, have you seen it? <laughs> I haven't seen The Wire. I need yeah. to. I've seen I the first either. episode, and it's like been on my list like for years. Yeah, I really, I know I need to watch it. People say that's the greatest drama until Breaking Bad came out. You want to say that that's the oh. best? Yeah. Uh, what else are you watching? Um, what else am I watching? I'm rewatching the Kroll show just because I love it so much. Is that? Much. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's good. I, 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 no one talks about it. Like, it's good. Is I it like a sketch it. show or is it It's a sketch show, okay. yeah. It's that type of comedy is like my favorite type of comedy. Uh-huh. It's like extreme parody to like this ridiculous gotcha. point. Right. And I love it so much. <laughs> and its characters are so good. It, it was on for three seasons. It got okay. Oh, it got canceled. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Oh, sucks. I, yeah. That's why no one talks about it. It got canceled. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I don't know if I want to say it. What, do you hate the Girl Show? <laughs> no, I like the Girl Show. Okay. You can hate I could, it. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it because uh, it, like, my ex was really into it. Uh-huh. And now I just can't get into it. Mm-hmm. I, can't get into I know this, a lot this of people don't really like Oh, not a lot of people. I know some people that don't really like him. 
Uh, like oh, I could totally yeah. The nature of him yeah, yeah. himself, he's kind of like a broy. He always plays guy. the douche, like in yeah. Well, like in Parks and Recreation, he literally is the douche. Uh, that's not what it meant. But. I mean, he, <laughs> I well, and but. with that show too, because it's so like ridiculous. Like when it flops, like it like really flops. I, yeah. I feel like like yeah. I think it's like high risk, high reward yeah. kind of sketch yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. But for for me, for some reason, when it completely fails, it's like. Well, the rest of it is so right that I oh, yeah, do not yeah, care. Yeah. Totally. I'm like, eh, whatever. Is that is that? Do do you hold that show as like this show? This is comedy. Like this is my favorite like comedic uh, show. Yeah, I really cultural, like yeah. it as like w- one of the more recent shows I've seen. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you? I this is something I just like thought of because I was thinking about like how I think Tim and Eric at their best is like my favorite kind of uh-huh. video sketch. Yes. Um, but some of their stuff is so awful. I don't so know. Awful. There's just like so much Tim and Eric stuff I don't like. So it's like hard for me to like give them my stamp of approval. But like when right. they hit it out of the park, I'm just like, yeah. I know. Oh, so I was just gonna, like, what do you think of Tim and Eric's kind of like? Yeah, I feel the same way. I stopped watching them after a while just because uh, the nature of that show itself was like sometimes can be like way too jarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that um, Eric Andre that's in that? No. Okay, never mind. But, uh, but yeah, exactly what you just said. When they get it right, it's, like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Which is, like, I'm glad they're experimenting and just, like, doing weird, absurdist kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, they're fi- finding gold, like, in this. <laughs> yeah, like, they're they finding are. such gold sometimes. I don't know. I love it. You're just kind of, like, throwing a lot of stuff at the walls. Yeah. Just, like, it's some just... of it sticks, but when uh-huh. it doesn't, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it makes me so yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. They're just got, like, stuff that's so weird. I'm just, like, uncomfortable watching it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I tried to watch their, their movie, and they just, like, had this scene where all of a sudden they were, like, piercing a oh, penis or something. And I just, like, I, like... It like was so off-putting. I had to stop. I like I just. I, it was like this graphic image. I was just like not ready for. It. I don't know. It was, was too intense. It was too much. I um, saw their live show once. Um, did you ever see them live? Mm-mm. Uh, they at one point they like did this Papa John's sketch and they came out with a pizza and they were just like throwing these pieces of pizza <laughs> as hard as they could into the audience. Oh it was God. so funny. It was so funny. That's it's really intense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a question I like to ask is what uh, TV character or movie character do you most identify with? Oh. Or one of? Like a specific person. I mean, just, I would just say fictional character. Yeah, it doesn't fic- have to a fictional be, like, character. Fictional yeah. character. It, so it could be, be like, like literature or something. <laughs> it could yeah. be a video game yeah. character. Yeah. Brad Pitt. I wish. <laughs> Luigi, <laughs> from Luigi's Mansion specifically. No. Yeah. Um, well, actually, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. The thing that just popped into my head was um, Ace Ventura, just because I <laughs> really? love him so much. <laughs> I, like if I were That's that person. That's so funny. Oh, that is so funny. Ace Ventura pet detective. Yeah. <laughs> I identify with Ace Ventura pet detective. That's so. I'm gonna great. go with that. That's funny. That's your answer. That's a great. That's the best answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Apparently, when he was like um, preparing for that role, he was like imitating a bird. I was like. Oh yeah, was, like, I could yeah. totally see uh-huh. that. Like, apparently he was talking to Anthony Hopkins his... and he's like, I was a lizard for Hannibal Lecter. And he's like, I'm going to be an animal for my movie. And like, <laughs> he decided to be a bird. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The, yeah. I, th- I don't know if that, does that like, the, I think Jim Carrey movies generally like still hold up 
for me. But, like, I think, like, movies I mean, in that era... I mean, as movies, they're pretty bad. Yeah. I think, like, as Jim Carrey playing a ridiculous character right. in ridiculous scenarios, they're still entertaining. It's just, like, the plot of, like, every those Jim Carrey movies. movie. Right. Is, it's, like, garbage. That's, like, the tune of those 90s movies, though. Uh-huh. They're all yeah. sort of like that. That's true. But his physical comedy is so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, I, like, I would still watch them just to watch him because he's right. great. But, like, yeah. I don't know. They just give him, like, these goofy roles that, like, it's hard to care about i right. guess but like watching him do comedy is, yeah like, really entertaining. i was thinking about that that like now like i feel like the art of the visual gag is like just dead like well because like, all hard. the jim carries and the chris well, farley's like they're all like there's nothing like that mm-hmm. and this, it's this, all about this like is, dialogue well this is like a swooping right. this is a very swooping statement and yeah. i think it's wrong but like <laughs> i'm gonna say it anyways uh i think most comedy has kind of either moved to like absurdism or like kind of like almost post comedy like mm. kind of self-referential like meta humor like right. commenting on yeah like like it's in that next level of like right. comedy or whatever or it's like trying to ground itself a lot mm. more like i don't know you see a lot uh, i'm trying to think of, i mean shows like louie i guess are a good example of right. like that's a, a comedy show but like it's really serious right and so I think like uh, most, like the most notable at least, and that's again the swooping statement right, that I don't yeah. think is true. But like I think generally the most notable like stuff that's been coming out recently is like either grounded or like uh, really wacky. And so like to have a Jim Carrey movie like of yesteryear or whatever, right, like yeah. where it's just like goofy and they try to carry this like reality. I don't know. It's just like it just it's, feels yeah. dated. Yeah, it's not absurd enough, but it's also not real enough. Like it's just like kind of in the middle. Uh-huh. And I think we're like sure, moving yeah. away from that kind of like. I feel like ground. good really good physical humor i still really enjoy right uh yeah i don't know yeah i was watching these like good, yeah. these like charlie chaplin and buster keaton videos on mm-hmm. youtube like they're so funny and then it's like and i was also thinking like anyone can appreciate this like mm-hmm. whether they're old young like you don't even have to speak the same language mm-hmm. you can just show it to anybody yeah oh totally also like uh like another really good example was jackie chan <laughs> Oh yeah! Like if you watch any Jackie Chan <laughs> yeah. movie, it's like really, really good physical humor. Like oh, totally. there's like this thing there's a thing Jackie Chan does where like he punches something and he goes like ow and like shakes his hand. <laughs> like that's so funny and yeah. it's funny every time. Yeah. But I feel like just most things these days are just like two people talking in a room. They're just like oh, yeah. Back and I don't forth. know. I, I yeah. that's definitely how I would write something. It would yeah. be like dialogue. Exactly. Focused, yeah. Which is also yeah. how I do improv, which is like something I'm trying to yeah. work yeah, on. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. visual comedy is inherently harder to, mm-hmm. to like have something land without any any sort of dialogue. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it just depends like it's also like a different skill set yeah like mm-hmm. yeah. i mean like what in general like what things like make you laugh the hardest oh huh. the process the Johnny. process <laughs> the process and not to be you didn't have to laugh that's yeah. right thank you great yeah. <laughs> um, oh good um i like what i don't know I, like that's, a, that's a hard question to answer but um i'd say in general I feel like I've already said this, but stuff that's, like, absurd, Uh I guess. Can you think of a time where, like, you're just... Oh, like, personally in my life? uh Yeah, Oh. Um, You know what? I do remember uh, this one time that I was in improv class, and I was doing a... uh, what is it called? An exercise, exercise? with someone. Oh, you were, you were doing, I was like picturing a jumping jack and that's like actually yeah. a good cause <laughs> exercise yeah. for the listeners. She was like moving her arms, like trying to like, what is it? And I, was, I thought it jumping called? jack, which is an exercise. Ex- so yeah. you was like, close. I was conveying yeah. 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 improv yeah. exercise. Um, great. Yes. An improv exercise. We were mirroring each other. I see. Um, and I was doing it with this stranger, some uh-huh person in the class who i didn't know and we were just staring at each other's eyes the whole time and doing a mirror exercise Uh Mm -hmm. and 
I just started laughing so hard. <laughs> and then it made him laugh. And then it was like fueling my laughter. And it was like that type of laughter that you have every once in a while when you like right. make a stupid joke, but it's like right at the perfect moment. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, or yeah. when you're a kid and you just like laugh so hard that you can't breathe and your stomach <laughs> starts hurting and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe that's like a recent example as an adult because as an adult yeah. that doesn't happen like too too much you know right it just that just made me like really sad because my friend ruben makes me is like the person who can make me laugh the hardest mm-hmm. and i miss him and you haven't Aww. laughed that hard in a while and he's visiting me on the 28th he's visiting me probably before this episode airs <laughs> my friend uh i want to call him my friend harrison like we got in trouble in the fourth grade for laughing so hard. It's, we were watching like this health video, uh-huh. and in the video it was like the brain, the human motor, and my friend Harrison was like, "This is the real human motor." Like made a no. fart noise. <laughs> we laughed so hard. I'm gonna, I'm uh, get we got Ruben. in trouble. Are you calling Ruben right yeah. now? He's not gonna pick up. Ruben, hey, you're on my podcast. How you doing? I'm on the podcast right now. Yeah. Is it on speaker? Yeah. Hi, Ruben. Wait, can you hear it? Hi, Ruben. Yeah, I can hear it yeah. through my headphones. Can yeah, he hear can us? Yeah. Oh. You're live right now. This is a live stream. <laughs> it's not live. This is live right now. You're live. This is John and this is Jillian. Hi. Jillian's our guest. John's my co-host. Hi. Now, here's what I don't understand, Kevin. If you told me, and I quote, you are never allowed to be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is, is going to get this cooked. Is a, this is an exception. <laughs> this is going to get cooked. Because uh, Jillian was, we were, while we were talking, we were asking Jillian about, like, the hardest time she's ever laughed. And she was talking about how, like, you just, like, don't, like, when your stomach hurts, that kind of laughter. Like, you don't get that as much as an adult. And I just realized that, like, you make me laugh harder than anybody else. And I miss you. And I love you. You just wanted to make it better. I just want to clarify. She, taught, she was talking about laughing. And you were like, I know what I can do is I'll get my friend to, to be funny, which you know is the most difficult thing. Oh, no, you're ever. not funny. You're not funny. You just make me laugh. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a valuable podcast material. No one's yeah. done this before. Yeah. Ruben, I told them about our pee-pee goblin sketch that we want to do. Yeah, that's a really funny sketch. Yeah, yeah it's they really like good. It. We that's like it. That's really good. That that's actually my my name on Pokemon Go. Is <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make it PP Goblin, but I didn't want to get banned from Pokemon Go. You're not gonna ban me from PP. I got banned from this other website for saying Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> PP Goblin. Ah, oh, it's so funny. All okay, right, Goblin. Uh, Ruben, I'll see you on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I guess I'll see you then. All right, bye. Okay, hit that. Hit that. <laughs> that was my good friend Ruben. Yes, it seems was. like a nice guy. Please leave that in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just miss him. Wait, what's that? That's not me. Is that? Oh, it's Aaron. She's calling me. Boo! Yeah. Tell her I'm gonna I'm be the best up. man. Yeah. No, no. I'm gonna call her later. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we get to the takeaway? We barely talked um, about anything, but it's, it's I mean, fine. that's yeah. act three. It's, yeah. it's been fun. You want to talk about other, like, books, movies you're into? Uh, Comedians? Uh, All right, let's just get to the takeaway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's your takeaway? <laughs> if we could fast forward to just this one snippet, what would it be? Um, wait, what am I supposed to talk about? What's the takeaway <laughs> yeah. for this? Yeah, uh, show? no, just for you. Like, for my like, life? like if if so, if we were to just fast forward on this, like one little thing that you have to say. Like, what is the one thing that you want people to hear? Oh, oh, I have no idea. That's why we told you an hour ago. I know. <laughs> I didn't think of anything good. It's okay. Um, well, if I could be anything, 
I would be a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's your takeaway? <laughs> that's my takeaway. Yes, I love it. I love it. I just feel like you got really, you had like all this great life advice. And like, and oh, do you want life advice? Yeah, you're like, I, I, like, I like the cat one. You okay. want, <laughs> I like the cat one. I like the cat one too. Okay, if you want life advice, you can give it too. I, I mean, I, can't, I shouldn't alter it. I just like, <laughs> I right. feel like you have something really good to say. <laughs> I don't feel that way about no, I don't, try I don't, again. I don't, I don't feel that way about everybody. Um, I would say to creative people to keep making stuff. I think that's important. Even if you feel like nobody's seeing it or if, if it's not good or whatever, like just keep keep making stuff because you'll if it doesn't feel good now, it will it will, you know? So just uh, keep doing it. I love it. Cool. All right. It's great. And live your life like as if you're a, a cat. cat. Okay. That one's about it. All right. I'll edit it down so it's okay. just that one. <laughs> okay. Other one sucks. Let's get into, let's get into some kidding, plugs. Uh, oh, yeah, plugs. Do you have anything to plug? Um, No. <laughs> All right. Upfront shows. Upfront shows. Upfront shows every weekend. I'm there. Cool. Oh, and I guess uh, your YouTube, like the videos are online. And I'll, I'll post a link to that. Yeah, cool. It's under my name. I'm pretty sure. Jillian cool. Myers. Cool. That's right my on. name. All right. What you, you got? got? Um. I'm gonna be the best man at John's wedding in about a year. You yeah. can all, come, you can all come. You're all invited. Everybody yeah, who listens everybody to our show is invited. invited. Yeah, As comment. the best man, I can make that Wait, happen. Wait, if you uh, uh, are a Patreon, you're invited. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! Patreon.com/slash/theprocess. Yeah. You can give us money. Yeah, and there's give cool us awards. Money. No one give at the time money. of recording, no one's. Man, it's been up yeah. for like two or three weeks. Nobody's yeah. well, given us a dollar. We haven't made any episodes. Well, it doesn't matter. Then, yeah. It would still show up as like so, like I might have been motivated. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/theprocess. Okay. Um, also, YouTube.com/slash What Nerd Show uh-huh. hasn't been updated in about a year. Yeah, you need to plug the process um, on that show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And also, what else do I got? <laughs> I don't know. I've got what tw- uh, K underscore Hoog on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, the process podcast. Uh, process pod at process podcast. Oh yeah, oh. that's our that's our Twitter yeah. handle at okay. process podcast. All right, thanks for being on our show, Julian. Yeah, thanks, Julian. Thank it, it, yeah. it was a blast. Thank cool. you. All right, it was a blasty blast. Hit the yeah, button. Hit it. Hit it. You're like farther away now, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. Before we were in a room the size of my body. Yeah, you could just like so like reach over. Okay. I could just like yawn. And yeah. Oops. Oops. Hit that button. What am I doing? I'm, you're hitting. <laughs> okay, you ready? Hit that. What do you want hit, from me? I don't know. Hit that button. Thanks for listening to The Process. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please subscribe uh, on SoundCloud or on iTunes or any podcasting app. There's so many ways to listen. If you're not subscribed, it's really it's detrimental you're, to you're you. You're a big dummy. You're a big <laughs> dummy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, who do we have next week? Uh, I think uh, oh shoot, I don't know. Probably Alex, Alex McKay. Alex McKay. <laughs> we say probably that one was a really yeah, long Alex time were, ago. Alex, we're sorry. Oh my god, this has just become the apology <laughs> podcast because I, we're so sorry. I think who else do we? Who else have we recorded uh, for this Anna. season? Yeah, Anna. Is Anna. there anybody else? That's it. Oh gosh, if we forgot a guest, then we're hang on. We're I'm gonna check this. That's only four. I'm pretty I'll, sure it's only four. I'll cut this if. if. All right. <laughs> I think there's like one more. There's not. I'm pretty there's sure there's not. Be. No. There's gotta be. Oh, we have we did, a, we did the we bonus the, episode. The bonus with, episode. With, uh, we have the bonus with a couple episode. Garbage people with the worst people yeah. on this in this world. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's all. That's it. Yeah. All right. That's not so you, bad. You scared me. You made me think we forgot a guest. I, I thought we. I genuinely yeah. thought we did. Yeah. All right. Well, so join us next week for Alex McKay, comedian Alex McKay. That's yeah. It. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks.